The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. Abstain from words and deeds unclean. This is the version of the Seventh Commandment that we recite at our church each week. It belongs to the versification of the Ten Commandments, penned by Isaac Watts in 1715. What I appreciate about it is that it captures the truth that when the Bible forbids adultery, it does not merely have in view the act of taking the wife of another man. What the commandment forbids is adultery in all of its forms, which is to say, impurity as it extends to sins of thought, speech, and deeds. All forms of sexual deviancy and immorality are prohibited in the Bible. The reason for this is because sexual differentiation and expression are not things that God has left to humans to decide and determine. God has created humans in His own image as male and female, commanding them to be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. The explicit task that God had given to the first human couple, Adam and Eve, was for them to populate the earth with offspring who will glorify God and enjoy Him forever. It is important for us to remember that according to God's plan, the only proper way to go about multiplying and filling the earth is through the institution of marriage. The marital covenant between one man and one woman is the God-ordained context for procreation. It is the safe space where a man and a woman can give themselves to each other in a comprehensive way, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and covenantally. This kind of self-giving is reminiscent of the kind of self-donation that Christ demonstrates for the church, which Paul calls his bride. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 to 33, Paul relates the love that a husband should have for his wife to the love of Christ for his bride, the church. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her with the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, 
For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. Because we are members of his body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. The reason why adultery is forbidden in the Bible is because it is a perversion of the God-ordained purpose of total self-giving that should exist between a husband and a wife who are united under God through marriage. Furthermore, infidelity to one's spouse, whether in thought, speech, or deed, is a denial of the kind of faithful love that Christ has for His people. Adultery is anti-gospel because it is against the good news of how God loves and saves sinners by a self-giving sacrifice. For this reasons, we read the following from the Catechism in Question 70. Which is the Seventh Commandment? Answer, the Seventh Commandment is, You shall not commit adultery. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.